0: Good morning, Armour Insiders, and welcome to another lovely day of a wild bull market. I wanted to start right there with a chart of the NASDAQ 100. You're looking at a cup and handle breakout of epic proportion. All right, so let's get into our uh, morning meeting of this virtual hedge fund experience. You are the portfolio manager on the desk, so take the information I share with you and any other information you're gathering. Come up with what your strategy is and then execute that strategy with ruthless precision. If you can do that while everybody about you is losing their head, you are going to come out ahead when it comes to managing money and, and making money and building your net worth. So figure out your risk tolerance, your goals, and then execute that strategy and be the smart money. Let's dive into Big picture, risk monitor, what it means, where we're going, what the market algos are telling us using our proprietary armor algorithms. Um, let's dive into what stocks to buy that we were buying yesterday. I say that we we are in managed success mode, so I'll tell you what that means, where we book a profit, how we book a profit, and where we go with the money to redeploy it. Um so let's go over all of those things we'll talk a little bit about precious metals will uh, and and when we're talking precious metals we're going to talk about that econ 101 idea of opportunity cost of money so let's go through the spectrum look at our portfolio go through each position and figure out what we do from here all right um diving in there's the chart of the nasdaq 100 I want you to look at it again because my message to you this morning is that you have to be able to embrace success. When you get it right, you've got to enjoy it and you've got to max out your returns. That's the only way over a long period of time as an investor, you can increase your net worth. You absolutely have to avoid the common pitfall of the individual investor, which is to be comfortable with failure and not be able to stand success. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Stock you invest in starts going down and you start telling people around you, it's okay, I'm losing money. I'm a long-term investor. Now you're comfortable with failure. Then you get on a position that jumps 10% 15% in a day and you want to immediately go sell it, book your profit. You don't want to lose it. So you're cutting your winners and you're rising, riding your losers down. That is a recipe for failure and frustration. So you got to flip that on its head. And that's why I share with you this chart pattern here. Okay. Last week, Seven days ago, I shared this pattern with you on the NASDAQ 100. And I said to you, yeah, yes, I said, it's true. The armor algos got us in on the 2nd of November, right off the bottom, right off the 200-day moving average. And so we've experienced enormous success in a month. But traditional technical analysis will tell you the breakout's just starting now. You've got to embrace success. You've got to ride it for all it's worth. This is the William O'Neill chart. You can see this blue square is called the pivot. The red is called the stop loss. The blue is called the pivot. Right in here, right now, according to traditional technical analysis, You could start loading up on the stock market right now. So the purpose of Armour Algos is to get us long the market at the bottom so we can enjoy the first move and earn the right to take more risk. And that's where we are now. And I call that managing success mode. What we got yesterday from the Fed was the the re- I forget what we got from the Fed. The reaction to the Fed's news yesterday was as bullish as we're ever going to see. Now, I'm going to talk about risk management in a minute. Don't worry. I'm not going to get carried away. But let's, at the moment, at this very moment, that is as bullish as you're ever going to get off of a Fed announcement of nothing. Let's be honest. What did the Fed do? Nothing. they made one comment in my opinion one comment that totally opened the floodgates on the market going into the news the market has already priced in rate cuts next year and what we saw in the fed statement yesterday was where they think the terminal rate will be by the end of next year and it was down from where it is now so they're confirming rate cuts next year. They're confirming a peak in interest rates. This is something we did not know on November 2nd, but we got the risk on entry point, risk monitor green. And we got an entry point, as I shared with you then, that was the strongest we're ever going to get with armor algos. There are only a few times over the last 20 years, where I've seen that algorithmic entry point. March of 2020, March of 2009. And at the time, I said to you, I don't know why it looks that good, but it looks that good, so let's hit it as hard as we can. What's the strategy? Off of that entry point, we load up first on indexes and the leadership, NASDAQ 100, S&P 500 weighted indexes qld sso arc innovation get it in there quick okay don't worry about individual stock picks just yet which we did i mean we own individual stocks but get loaded up on the indexes on that first pop to make sure we make money the worst thing you can do is pick the wrong names as the market's going up so you get that first pop then what happens is and this is the stage we're in now when I say managed success mode, we start booking some profits and some things and rotating them into the rest of the market that starts to catch up because that's where the alpha is. So after that first pop, where we had all of our capital tied up, for instance, in the Armour Macro Fund, all of our capital was tied up in QLD and SSO. It popped. At the end of November, we took a third of our gains off the table and rotated them into the small cap index. Let's see how that's doing. Total and utter explosion in small caps, as obviously they're behind the big cap indexes and they have a lot of catching up to do. We own twice the performance of the small cap. So when it was up three and a half percent yesterday in our portfolio, small cap investment was up 7%. 7% with no individual stock risk. I can go try to put together a portfolio of individual small caps or I could go buy twice the performance of small caps and with a much larger position size since I have no individual stock risk. And that's how we get paid. So manage success mode. Where are we now? Because we've already made that move into small caps, right? So what we did yesterday was we booked a gain in Arc. We were up something over 25% on our arc position. Okay. From the lows in here and it popped. Okay. I think arc is going higher. I think arc is going higher. Let's be very clear on that. But at this stage, I'm comfortable now, and we've earned the right to take the risk to book profits on that ETF and build out our portfolio of armor power play investments. I also submit to you that I have too much exposure in my portfolio to Tesla through ARC, through QLD, through SSO. And I want to limit that because I don't like the way Tesla looks right now. So I'm going to book my profit there. I call this managing success. This is how I run money. Um, you don't have to do that. You want to ride ARC, go ahead and ride ARC. I don't know what your portfolio looks like, you don't know mine. Well, you do know mine. If you're an armor insider, you can go look at the spreadsheet on the portfolio page and you can see mine and you'll understand I don't want an over allotment to Tesla. So I'm going to book that profit and I'm going to go buy my favorite names where we've been doing research that are on our whiteboard. Let's go look at what they are. Okay. so wrapping up big picture stock market, big picture. Just to wrap it up before I go look at individual names with you, this is the bull market that we're on. We're on it early. It's just now breaking out and accelerating. Small caps are joining, and they have a long way to go to catch up, but you can see they've just hit the pivot zone as well. And what we want to do is ride the success. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of success. Embrace it. And just manage the success by booking profits at targets and rotating into the next crop of ideas that are just blooming. And we're going to go over stocks to buy right now, okay? That's That's how you manage success. But also... At the end of the day yesterday, on the live trading desk, if you were with us, somewhere around 350 or something, I went over every position in our portfolio and we raised every stop. So this is a parting comment for you on the the big picture of the market. We had lots of fun yesterday on the desk. We made a lot of money on the desk and it was lots of fun. And the last 10 minutes, what I submitted to you was we have to embrace success. We're going to enjoy success, but we're also going to be raising our stops as we go. So we don't get drunk on success. There will be reversals. There will be challenges of the uptrend. We will have to protect capital. And we have to stay on top of that while it's going up. You can't become drunk on success. And then when the reverse happens, you're just a deer in the headlights. You don't know what to do. So the way I emotionally take in yesterday's action is that yesterday's move was a cushion for me on the huge November we had. I mentally just booked my gain on November because if yesterday's action gets reversed, I'm going to be selling stocks and booking gains. I will give up yesterday's move, but I won't give up November. And so that's the feeling that I have at the end of the day yesterday. Oh, I let out a sigh of relief and I say, great, that money made in November is ours. Now we might make more here, and that was an awesome move right there, but we can raise our stops on everything to the low of yesterday or thereabouts. And now we just sit back and enjoy the ride. If it keeps going, great. If it reverses, you start trading around the court. So on the one hand, I say to you, this is a wild bull market. And I expect that to last for many months. These things don't stop on a dime and reverse and collapse. So unless there's some exogenous event, I expect the market to go a lot higher. If we were to reverse, what you'll see me do is trade around the core. I'll book a bunch of gains, raise a bunch of cash, but I'll hold a core position with a more lenient stop. And if we get to that point, I hope we don't. I hope it's just easy. But if we get to that point, I'll come on here in a morning call and I'll say, OK, here's what we're doing. We've raised cash. These are the, This is the stop on the final position. The stops on the others we've taken out. And now we'll wait to see what this pullback is like. And if it holds at a higher level and we get a follow on buy signal with the armor algos, we'll load up again. But that's for another day. Let's go look at stocks to buy. So what did we do? Out, I took out the ARC position, booking a profit, and rolled it into um, the following five names. Now, first of all, you have to understand, Coinbase and MicroStrategy, I've been trading all the way up. So we got on Coinbase down here, and I have booked profit a couple times, and then I load up the position again. So back on Coinbase, back on MicroStrategy. Okay, we've traded it, traded it, traded it. And so putting it back on with tight stops. Um roadblocks, I've been flip-flopping back back and forth on roadblocks. But at the end of the day, I'm going to put on a roadblocks position as it closes above 42 um, and breaks the downtrend of a perfect double bottom in here. So I think roadblocks has a lot higher to go. And some of my concerns that you all might remember me talking about on the desk, I, I don't think those concerns would be realized in the next couple of quarters. So I'm going to trade this stock for now because I think there's possibly some big upside coming in this stock. And we'll see if they get right the Oculus uh, piece to their puzzle. But of course, there's a lot more to Roblox than Oculus. So um, I'm long trade desk. Um, I'm, excuse me, I'm wrong roadblocks. Ro- trade desk. While we were waiting for the Fed meeting yesterday, we did research on trade desks. This is one of my favorite ideas going back the last couple of years. We've traded it successfully. We've been out of the stock for a while. The stock gapped down on the last earnings announcement and you and I listened to the call yesterday. And at the end of that call, I said to you, that is a gift. That gap down is a gift. If we get an armor-algo buy trigger on this stock, I have to get long. And that's what happened yesterday. So I put the long position on trade desk i think they're i think 2024 is going to be a big year for them okay so um long trade desk and it's early it hasn't broken the downtrend so really it could you know it closed above the moving averages it could pop above the downtrend um but there i am and then of course my favorite concept stock in a market like this there will be a couple of concept stocks The earnings and revenue aren't there. They're not ramping. It's an early business. They're building out their manufacturing, all that kind of stuff. That's Inovix. I love this little story. It's got a huge short position. And I think it's got an interesting product with a great management team. So in a wicked bull market where small caps go berserk, this stock uh, could could have a meaningful move. And so uh, I'm back on Inovix. And again, it's early too. It has to close above the 200-day moving average before this really gets going. But um, those are the five stocks that I put into the portfolio. Hey, take a look at PacBio. You know, what I've been doing uh, in the portfolio is focusing more money on the winners. So I cut some losers out and book some profits here, there, and I'm adding to our most successful positions. So what I don't want to have in the portfolio are 20 stocks. I want 10 to 15 at most, but really 10 and much bigger position sizes, like 10% each, you know, something like that. Um, and so what I've been doing is increasing position sizes. So we're long IOT and we, we built up that position. Oh, God, that stock looks unreal. And we're long UiPath and we've been building up the size of that position. And so I'm looking at, you know, PacBio is hitting the stop in the morning, but close, as you can see, above it on big volume. Well, the whole market had big volumes. That's not a surprise. But um, I probably want to get more pack bio. And the reason is, you know, we added um, triple the biotech index two days ago. and had a huge day yesterday. It was up 15% yesterday, and it's opening up 5% this morning. So we're up 20% in two days on LABU. Um, we also added the uh, IBB, which is um, double the big cap biotech index. And, you know, that index was up like seven or 8% yesterday and up again this morning. So if biotech is going to go and small cap is going to go, and I've been saying to you all year that 2024 is the year to own bio, I want to keep building my position size. So I might be doing that down here. Okay. Um, let's uh, round out this conversation. So there's your stocks to buy. We talked big picture market direction. We talked stocks to buy. Let's round this conversation out with a discussion on precious metals. Okay. Um, We made it through the last correction with a position on Sprott Physical Gold intact. And we had to manage our stop. I had it a little higher. I lowered it. I told you I thought the 50-day moving average was the right stop. That's right on the uptrend. So we put it right below those two down days right here. And we said, okay, we'll see how Sprott Physical does. Well, obviously, I had a huge day on Friday uh, uh, yesterday with the rest of the market, and so I'm going to maintain this position. And the question is, what do we do with silver and the mining stocks? Okay, we sold silver up here, so we bought silver. We actually made some money on silver, and then it cratered. So we just keep trading silver. And this is the index, <clears throat> This is the huge pennant that is forming, right? And. We were long on uh, Nugget. I think we got out of Nugget with a, really, let's let's call it break-even. It popped up and it came back to break-even. We got out and then it cratered. This is GDX. Nugget is twice the performance of GDX. And so the question is, do I want more precious metals in the portfolio? And I submit to you that this goes back to Economy 101 at university when we talked about opportunity cost of money. Every new investment I put in the portfolio Like, let's be honest, we're in a wild bull market. I've got too many ideas right now to look at. How do I judge which one goes in the portfolio? It shouldn't be which one I like most. That's the market doesn't care what I like. It's which one will outperform based on where we are in the market cycle. So do I think gold and silver are going up? I do. Do I think we can make some money in the money in stocks? We probably could. Do I want to allocate capital there as opposed to adding another, let's say, innovative growth stock? That's the problem for me. I I think there's more money to be made in innovative growth stocks and concept stocks than there is precious metal stocks. That's just my opinion. So I got to really think it through. Do I have the right allocation? I don't know. There's 100% of a portfolio. What percentage should I have in precious metals? You know, I want a lot in precious metals if the rest of the market is struggling and gold and silver are going through the roof because there's the alpha. But we made a lot of money in 2020 together in precious metals. But I'll be honest with you. There was more money made in aggressive growth stocks. I had a great year in 2020. It could have been a lot better. I had a large exposure to precious metal stocks and I made a lot of money could have probably made twice as much in innovative growth stocks. So th- this is the problem I've got. I got to make sure my allocation's right. Sprott physical gold to me is like a almost a safety net. It's like a replacement for cash. It's a safety net on something horrific going on. Gold will go up. I don't know what mining stocks will do. Do, do, do you know what I'm saying? So... I'm like this on, on, if I do it, it'll be nugget. If I buy silver, it's going to be Sprott physical silver. That's it. So I might carve out a position for nugget and Sprott physical silver, but I can't guarantee it because I got so many other stocks I want to own. And I just don't know if they're going to make it. Anyway, those are my thoughts for you today. I can't wait to work with you on the trading desk. It's going to be lots of fun. Um, seems like right now the market's adding to the game. Small caps are up another two percent today, which means we're up another four percent in 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 you know a UWM. So I mean, just just crushing it right here. So let's see what happens. I mean, don't forget there's a very large quadruple w- witching uh, taking place tomorrow. So you know, I'm not going to be chasing anything. I don't need to. We're maxed invested as it is, and I just. I just have little changes to make if I make them at all. And I probably don't make them when the market's skyrocketing like this. So I'm going to wait to try to buy weakness. I, I might actually book some profits on the rips and then look to buy on weakness. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, in the meantime, I wish all of you the best of luck uh, trading and investing. Those of you who are going to meet me on the desk. We'll start that at 930. Um, and um, at the end of the day, guys, you can do it. Execute your strategy and be the smart money. Have a great day trading, guys.